We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Whoa, it's it's the day before the election, and finally we got the governor on. Hello there, Governor hey, Lamont. Hey, hey, it's me, it's the Governor Ned. <laughs> How are you? I'm on the party bus. Hey, send another one over, over to me over here, you guys. They got a snacks in there. Are you performing there. for everybody? You're doing some singing and dancing? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling some stories. <laughs> Lots of stories on the bus. Been a, I'm, 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 I'm working on my, my party. We're going to have a party. No matter what happens, we have a party. Sure. Well, the party's the important thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really good. You know, marijuana's legal in Connecticut now, you know, so uh, I'm not saying that I'm smoking any marijuana or anything But you're like saying that, it makes you feel more at home here, right? I feel relaxed. Yeah. I feel very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I I I I heard that Bob Stefanowski's coming on pretty soon. Yeah, come and on in, be, and if you want to come down, you can join in. I I I can't because we got the bus and we're all we're oh, all lit up on here. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know if it would be legal to be on the on the show right now. I understand. We might have to call the FCC police. No, 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 no! Don't do that. It's, uh, but but uh, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I I sure I spent a lot of my money. I'm I'm just like you, ladies and gentlemen. It's like I I, I got a lot of bills to pay, and mm-hmm. you know, with all the advertising for the election and everything, whew, I'm pooped. <laughs> I would but guess so. And a lot of checks to write is what you mean. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just bad transfers, transfers. Well, Governor, best of luck on Wednesday. Okay. I'll, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you soon. All righty. Take care. All right. Take care. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. It's always good to have the governor on. 860-522-9842. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, get into Leibowitz in a minute. Let's talk to Mark in West Hartford. Hey, Mark. God, you me oh, up. I clicked you. Hold on, Lebo. Don't go anywhere. We got Mark. Hello, Mark. Hey, Todd. Is Bob coming on with you? He's coming on during the 5 o'clock hour. So so I want to tie in Lior's visit with something that I'd like you to address to Bob. Okay. So Lior mentioned all that stuff at the border, right? We got coyotes. We mm-hmm. got rapists, murderers, fentanyl makers. 
How do we know that? We know that because these people have been arrested. There's a statistical bank it all goes into. So the one part she missed out was, yeah, we've got that all coming over, but what are we doing for consequences? Because until you have to address both things. I mean, so, so think about the homegrown rapists and murderers and, and fentanyl makers. Like, we just need consequences all across the board, not just for those coming in illegally, mm-hmm. but the, for the ones that live here now. So let's get back to what I told you all along. I can't get 2021 statistics, but in 2020, 76% of the criminals had their cases nollied and dismissed. So ask Bob what he's planning on doing to fix the, fix the chief state's attorney's office. If our prosecutors aren't going to take on the cases, you know, what good is it just to talk about all these people committing all these crimes in whatever form it is? We've got to have consequences. Now, if, first of all, we've got to get them off the street. If you guys want to reform them and make them pipe fitters and electricians, well, we'll talk about that later. But first, let's get them off the street. But there's no consequence in this country, and especially in Connecticut. 76%, that's 49,000 criminals should have been in jail with Lebo. 49,000 right got off in 2020. Go easy with so, that cheap shot. Oh, I'm man. not, I'm not, no, it's not a cheap shot. It would have been for real. Can you imagine 49,000? Well, at least we, we would have been getting our money's worth. But they closed a whole bunch of prisons. They wanted this to happen. And so this is, remember I told you, nobody said the police accountability bill is successful. They had one goal in mind. It was to minimize or eliminate black and brown males from going to jail and some other people from going to jail. Yep. So I say it looks like a success. What do you say, Todd? I say I've got to move on. But Mark, thank you for the call. 860 because it's time for Lebo Wits. Hello, Lebo. <laughs> Hey, Todd, you got murderers, rapists, and fentanyl makers. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you, that those aren't the people getting their cases mollied. I mean, let's just, you know, get a little perspective here. Mark is a bit apoplectic. But what what, what is he talking about? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, go ahead, Todd. What, 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 no, what no, go ahead. Gonna be? Well, what I wanted to address, actually, Todd, is the other day you had my friend Carlos on. And following his call, a gentleman, I believe his name was Ken, called up, and he's a former correctional officer. And he told me that when you talk to me and you talk to Carlos, that you're only getting one side of the story. Well, there's two things I'd like to say. Can you, is there, all, can you move your mic around or move yourself around or something? To We're I, getting bad. It's moved. Can you hear me better? That's a little better, yeah. Okay. So the first thing I want to say, Todd, is as long as I've been listening to your show, which is about three and a half years now, you've gotten the perspective of correctional officers. Ex-correctional officers, current correctional officers have called your show to tell you how I'm wrong. So you've gotten their perspective. But furthermore, for as far back as I can remember, whenever correctional officers wanted to get their message out, all they had to do was have their union, or even themselves, contact the local media stations. And then they can put out whatever they wanted to, how hard their jobs are, are, how overworked they are, how dangerous it is in the prisons. What you've actually done is finally now another perspective other than the correctional office perspective is getting out there. 
and I suspect that's what actually upset guys like Penn, is that the truth is finally coming out. They can't just fill the public with their nonsense without somebody actually calling them on it. Well, I, I do believe that's true, and I think uh, every position and perspective should be out there. So the point you're making about the rigged system of information, that the power structure that runs the prisons controls the flow of information out of the prisons. Like There's nothing really that can come out if they don't permit it. And that provides wonderful uh, void in the marketplace that, that you guys have been filling by giving another perspective. So having the other perspective is the richness and uh, adding some completion to the discussion, as you point out. Yeah, and, and I would like to point something else out, uh, Todd. The, the whole way I got on your show to begin with was in 2017, Brett McCall, my ex best friend, published a book called Down the Rabbit Hole, How the Culture Corrections Encourages Crime. Available on Amazon, by the way. But anyways, now in that book, Brett and I laid out in excruciating detail the crimes, the misbehavior of correctional personnel, not just correctional officers, but uh, what they call industry supervisors as well. Names, dates, times, places, so that the stuff that we were saying could be verified. There's cameras everywhere in here. We had a copy of that book hand-delivered to then-Commissioner Scott Semple. Now, if Brett and I were lying, we could have been exposed very easily. The commissioner could have got on television. He could have came on your show. He could have told former state senator Len Susio, who was you know, the guy that we got the book to, these guys are lying. That never happened. Furthermore, all the times I've called your show and, and I've called the news and told them things that were happening on camera, nobody's ever ventured to demonstrate that I'm lying, to try to prove that I'm lying. They just come on and say, oh, this guy's a criminal. Of course he's lying. I don't know what else I could do. Well, the important thing not, isn't you and, and, and how you're being represented. The important thing is truth and getting truth out. So, you know, yes. it stands... I mean, it's so obvious, the stuff that you're saying and that, that Brent is saying when he's on and um, others. You know, it's just obvious. It's self-explanatory. It's not hard to understand this. We've got a rigged system where the government controls everything in a certain realm. And then they tell everybody stories about that realm. And nobody really is in a position to refute that. And most of those people with incentives are in the are in the position of being incentivized to help with the cover-up. And that's what the people are every day of the week fighting about and for and with. And if they're not, they should be. Absolutely, Todd. And for, you know, for all your listeners, it should be obvious that these places are not the, you know, the wonderful beacons of rehabilitation and correction that they're made out to be. If you just think about it for a second, first of all, you're talking about a government agency, and we all know how terrible government agencies are run. Secondly, they've got a very powerful union, which, uh, of course, we know how horrible the unions are. And finally, no, not finally, the next point, everything in here takes place beyond closed doors. Yes, totally hidden it. from view. Yeah, and finally, the only people like, likely to complain about it or bring it to light are people that nobody likes and nobody believes. So if you set up a system like that, what would anybody expect the result to be? 
I don't know. Most people don't think about it, but they should expect disaster because that's what government is, is a disaster. Government is the enemy of the people because it's bureaucracy, as you point out, that's opaque. You can't see what they're doing. They have no incentive to want you to see what they're doing because nothing they're doing is in the best interest of society. It's in the best interest of themselves and the rigged system that they represent. It's gross. It's gross. It is a prison industrial complex. Todd, before you let me go, I'd like to comment on the view from the other day, if you don't mind. You, you mentioned some of this stuff, but I'd like to tell you about something Sonny Hoffman said the other day. Is that all right with you? Well, make it quick. Okay, I'll make it quick. So the other day, Sonny Hoffman blamed inflation on greedy corporations. Now, to me, that right there, that comment illustrates everything that's wrong with this country. Is it's it, it, People don't understand economics, and they don't understand philosophy. And what I mean by that is simple. Greedy corporations cannot on their own just raise prices to whatever they want. If they could, they would have done it long ago. But more importantly, it's their business. If they want to charge that and you don't want, this, and you don't want to pay the price, don't buy the stuff. Corporations do not owe people anything. And that's a big problem is that people feel that they're owed something by the government, by corporations, by Todd Feinberg, and by whoever else. All right, Lebo, thank you. Thank you, sir. You have a great day and enjoy the election tomorrow. Oh, I will be enjoying big Republican victories all around the country and here in the state. 860-522-9842. Dwight in West Hartford. Hello, Dwight. Yeah, how are you? Dwight, do I know you? Have you called before? I have called some time ago. It's been a long time. It has been a, a pretty good while. Okay, I didn't. I didn't remember us having a Dwight, so forgive me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm passing through West Hartford right now, there. But what I call for is I keep hearing all this talk about abortions. Whatever happened to contraceptives or or prevention? And 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 I think that you know nobody is saying, well, I will fund all the contraceptives that can be used to prevent these abortions. So you're saying somebody should offer to fund that? Is that, is that yeah, your point? Yeah, definitely. Instead of being ripped apart about this abortion issue, why doesn't somebody bring prevention to the, to the table? Is contraception that expensive that people need subsidies? Well, why don't that, but if, if people paid, if it was paid for, it would be guaranteed. This way, It'd be guaranteed. That's what I think. Well, there's this rule of thumb that what you invest in, you get more of. So if you're going to give people a lot of contraception, you just might be getting more sex. (laughs) But that would, I would think that to bring that to light and to make that an issue versus the um, after after, um, situation of, of having an abortion. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I don't know that it's a particularly compelling argument because the trouble is that people are either uh, deliberately being sloppy because they know they can have an abortion or they are they just make a mistake or they're lazy or they're drunk or drug they mm-hmm. they make drug-induced mistakes and and uh you know, life is a sloppy thing by its very nature. So that means that if people don't get to the contraception, then they get to the abortion. I think they should just make the contraceptive so available until, even if it prevented one abortion, it would be worth it. How about hanging off of all the trees so everywhere you walk, you can just pluck one off whenever you need it? (laughs) 
all, all the um, convenience stores. Just go in and grab yourself a contraceptive. There you go. And the inconvenience stores, too. Dwight, thank you so much for the call. It's nice to hear from you. 860-522-9842. How about we play another rant? You ready for this? Are you ready? Hello, Ty John here. It's Thursday the 3rd. Wow. And I'm listening to all your different callers and mm-hmm. you rebating them. Inflation in foreign countries and inflation in America is only caused by countries printing too much fake money. That's it. Every economist in the whole world will tell you exactly what causes inflation. Not shipping problems, not pandemic problems, not shutdown problems. Governments printing too much money. I love how impatient John gets. He grows tired of us. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. There he is again. Me, Ned Lamont, your governor. And wait till I'm going to be your governor for the next time. We're going to, I got all kinds of cool plans and things we're going to do. And, uh, you know, we can maybe, maybe we can get a Jurassic Park movie filmed here in Connecticut. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a really cool idea, I think. Or maybe we could, uh, I don't know, put some tolls on a highway. Yeah, we could raise some money by doing that. But anyways, I just want to make sure and remind you that comes election day or even if you vote ahead of time, don't forget, vote for Bob Stefanowski. Oh, damn. Oh, just uh, make sure you vote for me, ladies and gentlemen, and pay your taxes. <laughs> i got to go back and make it to Come on, Ned. You have to get your wrap down. Come on, Nettie. Mike in Plainville, hey. This is going to take a little bit longer than I wanted to about the uh, marijuana, the legalization, and the registration fees, and the lottery, and the social equity, and all that stuff. Can I get back to you on this? Sure, <laughs> sure. That sounds good. Get back to us. 860-522-9842, the rant line number, 860-751-4698. This is the place you come to rant. What else is going on? Chris Powell will be here in a few minutes. Five o'clock hour is Bob Stefanowski taking calls and chatting. And uh, he will also have, dropping in at some point during the hour, the head of the Republican Party, Ben Proto, will be coming in. He's going to drop in during the conversation. So that should be a fun hour. As we wind down, I can't believe, really, that that I started here six and a half years ago, but four years ago was a, was a big thing. That campaign was a big moment and Ned coming into office and tolls. And it just feels like a big, important circle that we're completing. And we, for it to be completed properly, we need a big Republican suite, not just, not just around the country. We need them sweeping here too. 860-522-9842. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, it's only Monday. Tomorrow's the big one. Tomorrow is... The big day. It's very exciting. I love elections. I really do. Because we get to speak. It's what the whole thing is about. It's if the, well, it's market driven. You know, market driven everything is what matters. And elections, politics is the way we practice it is just another market driven system. And those are the best systems, even though they have their problems. Frank in Plainville. Hi. Frank. Well, that's what it said. I said, you sure that isn't Mike? And he said, no, it's Frank. He wants to talk about marijuana. I said, well, it can't be be Mike. He doesn't want to talk about marijuana. I'll tell you what. First of all, I'm going to stay away from the uh, the, the news and the radio tomorrow into tomorrow night. And I'm going to plan on waking up Wednesday and uh, hopefully reading some good news. Yes. Can you imagine how glorious it could be? Oh, my God. That was like when Trump got elected. I, I love that. I didn't think he was going to get in, and I'll tell you. I well, nobody did. Day. It was the most wonderful shock that ever happened, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Now, I'm reading about this marijuana, this, uh, the, the, uh, the mess they have. Uh, people have to pay up to $3 million for a license to sell marijuana in Connecticut. Well, that's why they do it. Why do you think they legalized it? Kind of. That, that's extortion charging that much money well nobody's making you do it come on i know but you know what they're not letting the small markets in they're 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 letting all the big people in the big the big timers well that's it's government that's what government is it's fat cats looking for money from fat cats so they can spend more money to win elections and of course it says some controls are hot mess senate state senate president pro tem martin looney there's the problem right there obviously it's an it's a, 
at an early stage yet, but the intent of our bill was to learn from what we consider some of the shortcomings in cannabis. This is like, let's go to Applebee's, drink some beers and shots, and start throwing darts. Frank, thank you so much for the call. Call often, always right after Mike, so we can get the Plainville people in one shot. 860-522-9842. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Now, I don't know if uh, I don't know if the people in the control room are, are trying to do a little foreshadowing here, giving you a hard time, Bob, with the blues. But I don't I don't think it's blues time. I don't think that's where we are here. I feel uh, I feel hard rocking going on. We are not hearing any blues whatsoever. What an incredible! Not just for me, but Republicans across the country, across the state. Uh, at just the last three weeks. This is my second time through this. I have never seen the kind of momentum we've seen over the last two or three weeks all across the it's, board. Uh, it's a really amazing thing, and it's this this dynamic of how there's a certain energy to campaigns, and they they take these turns like a winding river, and then suddenly you're in the <laughs> straightaway, and and uh, it pieces start falling into place, don't they? I think what people have—, have realized in Connecticut. I mean, about a year ago, Youngkin won Virginia, and everybody says it's, you know, a red wave. And then we had this summer with uh, Roe v. Wade and and some other things. And now I think people realize the top three issues they face is affordability, out-of-control crime, and letting parents raise their kids without government getting in the way. And, and, And every single one of those issues plays well to Republicans. Not just me, but every Republican across the state. I think we're going to have a really big day tomorrow, Todd. I, I really do. And you know me, I'm not a wild, uh, crazy, no, insane optimist. I'm pretty pragmatic and I, it feels absolutely different than you think back to 2018, everybody was protesting Trump and you know, this was the anti-Trump vote in Fairfield County. And, and right now there's none of that. And even the social issues are working in Republicans' favor right now. So it could be a a really big night tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a very uh, unusual night because despite what we said about how campaigns normally go, they don't normally fall into place quite this. You know, you started maybe, I don't know, a year ago? It seems like forever ago. This campaign and understanding that these dynamics that are now manifesting on a national basis and in the state, the the crime issue. I mean, it was uh, we've been through two summers of all the all the stuff with stolen cars and stolen catalytic converters and shootings. And it feels right now like it's spinning out of control, the crime, doesn't it? Well, it, it well, it is. I mean, that's why. And, and, and you know, the the. Um the fact that this is pretty unusual for the five largest towns in Connecticut, all democratically run, to endorse a Republican candidate for governor. And you've got the state police, Governor Lamont's own state. These are his troopers mm-hmm. giving him a 97 percent vote of no confidence. And and that's what happens when you don't respect police. And, and Laura Devlin and I are going to respect the hell out of these men and women. Uh, we're going to refill the ranks. We're going to reverse this police accountability bill or portions of it. And we're going to keep people safe. And I, I don't know a time in Connecticut, Todd, I've been here my entire life, that people have felt less safe than they do right now. And, you, and when you feel don't feel safe or, or your kids are being messed with in school, that takes priority over everything. But it does feel, I mean, you you just said I, that in response to me saying it feels like things are, you know, spinning out of control. And you said because they are. But, but that reality 
is an amazing thing. This is a country that has always been able to maintain a certain order and a certain decorum. And I feel like that's being dismantled on purpose, that they're, we're being pushed to the edge of, of, of some abyss here where it, it's starting to feel dangerous, isn't it? Starting to feel dangerous. And, and I think Democrats in Connecticut have really overplayed their hand. They, they, they got so arrogant. They've been in power at the legislature for 40 years. And then, you know, their left says, well, admittedly, a very bad thing happens and it's okay. You need to penalize police. So the pendulums, you know, went so far in that direction and this whole defund the police movement Mm -hmm. and and the lack of respect for law enforcement. And now people are saying, what were we doing? I mean, can you can you think of anybody who right now admits they supported defunding police two years ago? No, they all say they've never heard of it. (laughs) Exactly. Never existed. (laughs) So, um, and you know, I'm not doing these, these men and women, we got, uh, we got endorsed by the Norwalk police department last Thursday or Friday, I think it was. And they are worn down. You know, they're, they're working double shifts. Well, they're trying to do the right thing. They're shorthanded. They're working double shifts. Their personal assets are at risk. Um, nobody's, they can't recruit anybody anymore and they are begging for help understandably. And what does governor Lamont do? He says, I'm going to stand by the police accountability bill. And you know why he does that is because he has to pander to his left and he knows if he even touches it, he's going to lose the election. Well, I'll tell you what, Tide, he's going to lose the election because he's unwilling to touch it. Mm-hmm. And people in Connecticut are now supportive of police as they always should have been. Yeah, it's interesting that desire to that instinct to not be straight with people and think you can just slide through unnoticed. It's unbelievable. I mean, he made the comment uh, in the debate last week that he didn't support um, teaching uh, gender ID in school. You go to the Department of Education website, it's right, it's there. right there. It starts in sixth grade. And what did they do? Is that what they scrubbed? Well, yeah, and then and two hours after the debate, right, he, he flubbed his line in the, in, the, in the round, the lightning round. Two hours later, just so happens, the link to that specific section on the Department of Education website goes down for two hours. And then when it comes back up, the wording is different. And the, of course, the press doesn't pick it up, right? I called every press agent and said, Fox News picked it up. National News Fox picked it up and uh-huh. said, how does it suddenly happen two hours after the governor makes a misstatement or a lie, depending on how you want to look at it, that exact page, that exact reference goes down. And, and, and no, I mentioned it again at the press conference this morning. Nobody cares. That's going to be one of the first things I look into. Why did that well, website suddenly come down? That's a really big story because it indicates that despite government trying to create the impression that it's all responsible and, and content-driven, that it's very political, that the bureaucracies of government are political bureaucracies, and they understand where their bread is buttered, and we get to see them demonstrate where they believe their bread is buttered, and it's not with us. Oh, absolutely not. He's now using a state agency. Governor Lamont is using a state agency of employees that we um, pay for, taxpayers pay for, that's not supposed to be political, to cover up an error he makes at a debate. Can you imagine of any of these things? Think about it. He's under two FBI investigations. He's got the Port Authority scandal on the pier. He's got uh, sex, or, uh, racial discrimination charges from his head of DPH. I, this is the most scandal-plagued administration in Connecticut that we've seen in a long time. Speaking of which, uh, the R- Renee Coleman-Mitchell, you did a press conference with her. And, she's terrific. And she's been on the radio with us. Yeah, she's really um, hard-hitting with her her uh, laments over the Lamont administration. And the this message is that he trivializes 
having minorities in his staff. Like for him, it's he gets to count their notches in his belt. Oh, I've right. got I've got six of them. I've got four of them. I got That's five. Exactly right. It, it's gross. Well, and I'm going to have a diverse set of commissioners too, but I'm going to hire them and listen to them. This is not window dressing. This is getting people with different perspectives around the table that you trust. And I've met with Renee. She is a smart person. He recruited her out of Yale University. Smart and she knows her stuff. Exactly. And it was fascinating, Todd. We went through the whole press conference. She answered every single question possible. She just shot it right back at the reporters. You know what their last complaint was? Well, why are you coming out with this so late? I wanted so nice. to jump through the screen. I said, she's been screaming about this yes. for two years. How about writing some stories? <laughs> right. She's been trying to get your attention, and I had to bring her up here under my platform for you to finally listen. So it's good to have you here. You're going to be here for until uh, the end of the show till today. Six up till 6 o'clock. Yeah, I think Proto's going to come in. We'll have a good time. That's good. Will you take some phone calls? Oh, so absolutely. We invite people I to love in? the phone calls. Absolutely. 860 If you have any questions for Bob, if you want to comment on things, if you, you know, there's been a, uh, through this five years or whatever it is, this, uh, this three-month campaign has been going on. It just feels like such a long time. There's been a lot of complaining about, oh, Bob should be doing this, Bob should be doing that. But I have a feeling that what we've been seeing from you over the last several weeks is it's really hit a high gear. Do you feel that you've changed and been changed by this process? Yeah. Well, first of all, we sharpened it up right around Labor Day. We made some changes. We changed the message. We we started hitting net a little bit harder. Um, and the timing was perfect because most people don't pay attention till after Labor Day. Uh, we've tried, I've tried to be more loose this time, Todd. I was very buttoned up in 2018. I had a lot of advisors, you know, don't make a mistake. I've tried to show, you know, the real me. I went to the NAACP conference last, last weekend and in uh, Bridgeport, Ned was right after me. I mean, as Republicans, we spend too much time in front of people that are already going to vote for us. Mm -hmm. We've done bus tours. I cannot tell you, my staff and campaign staff and I, we could not have put more, one more ounce of effort into this thing than we have, and we're seeing the fruits of it. We had a, a rally on Saturday, Governor Chris Christie. We had 450 people there. We go to Bridgeport. We're getting stopped. I know people are worried about these nonsense polls. This is tied, and it's all going to come down to turnout tomorrow. If we get the turnout tomorrow and people get out, we win. It's as simple as that. It is much, much better situation than 2018 when we lost by 40,000 votes on 1.3 million cash. We well, can win this. Thing. It's a, why is it a better situation? The, the, nobody's worried about the net. In fact, anybody thinking about the national network, they view it neg negatively, right? 2018 was all about Trump. And in Connecticut, which is purple, if not blue, there was a lot of headwinds. And he's been quiet. Joe Biden has showed what the, the other side looks like with record high inflation. Governor Lamont, there's not one category, not one crime, affordability, education. That's better than it was four years ago. And people are ready for change. There's not going to be an anti-Trump vote this time. There's going to be an anti-Joe Biden and an anti-Governor um, um, Lamont vote. My feeling is you've been out there pushing the conversation, pushing this campaign, and that Ned has been maybe pushing his pen along a lot of checks. But yeah. he hasn't been, I don't think, out on the streets working this thing the way you have been. He, he's in hiding. Uh, he only agreed to two debates. Um, and the first one wasn't even that well publicized. Most people only saw the one last Wednesday. Um, he was supposed to be on radio this morning. He dodged it. Um, he, the problem he's got is normally it's hard to run against an incumbent, 
But when you're running against an incumbent with a record like Ned Lamont, it's harder on him. He has to justify why we have the second highest taxes in the nation, the highest utility costs in the continental U.S., Hartford record crime year. How do you justify that? Mm-hmm. So his his option is he, he twists over to abortion and gun control, which are largely settled issues in Connecticut, and it's not resonating. We already see it in the absentees. There's, there's almost less absentee uh, ballots filed than there was in the Democratic primary. I mean, the, 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 the amount of, of uh, enthusiasm in the cities for Democrats right now, I think, is at all time. So lows. you're seeing that in, oh, yeah. in the numbers. Yeah, of... we have less. It's about 120,000 absentee ballots have been filed mm-hmm. um, and returned. Uh, we thought it was going to be 300,000. By about this point? By this point, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's pretty. Um, that's a pretty powerful piece of information. It is because Democrats generally do better with the absentees. So that's for, their for thing. Republicans, it's a good sign, and it, it, even more importantly, it's a sign of a lack of enthusiasm for Democrats. They mm-hmm. are not out there driving out absentee ballots. That's going to be good for us. This is uh, this is something that's hard for average people who don't pay a lot of attention to politics to understand, because the natural thing is you think an election is about which person is liked more. And really it's about whose voters are upset the most yes. by the way things are going. That's exactly right. We Last time I lost by, by 40,000 votes, there's 100,000 hard Republican voters. They vote Republican every single time, but they only come out for presidential elections. Mm-hmm. They don't come out for the midterms. So had that group of people come out in 2018, I would have been governor for the last four years. Now, we've been working on that population, yeah. calling them, texting them, <laughs> emailing them, begging them, because these are votes we know if yeah. they come out, we're going so, to get. So they understand that it's important. And and that's why every one of your listeners has to realize how important this is, not just themselves, but another five people, another 10 people. Get them out tomorrow, please. We're begging you to do yeah. it. Because if, if we wake up Wednesday morning, we are going to win. But you've got nobody to blame other than yourself. If you wake up Wednesday morning, you need to get some people out there tomorrow. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Bob Stefanowski is here for the next hour. If you would like to talk to him, call in right now and uh, have a question or comment that you want to make, and we will push that conversation along. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.